We are fierce, unapologetic, and gritty. We are the stay-at-home mom, the model, and the podcaster. We say things that people think but would never dare say. But most of all, we are notorious moms. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Notorious Moms, the podcast. I am here with another guest this evening. And Liana, I'm going to let you introduce yourself and tell the people who you are, what you do, and what we're going to be talking about today. Go ahead, you got it. Yes. Saludos, gente. I am Liana Gabrielle. I bring to you the tarot tea and the witchy Wednesday. When you need clarity, when you need peace of mind, that is what I am here for. Okay, yes. we do the feeling so we can do the healing. I try to promote community, accountability, and healing throughout social media. So when you say tarot tea, right? So some people may not know what the tarot is. So can of you explain course. that just a little bit for everybody? Just in so, case you don't know. Of course. Tarot is something that's been around for centuries. And what I think is really cool about tarot is the fact that so many different cultures and so many different moments in history involve it. Even before there was the tarot cards like we know them today to have these ornate, beautifully drawn pictures that tell us a story, that give us a meaning. Even before those cards came out, which the early 1900s, I believe around 1910, the original tarot cards came out. But even before that, people were actually using regular playing cards and interpreting like, them like the like the black like the spades cards like the cards yes you... yes like oh i didn't know cards, that five of hearts you know so it's very very interesting to see how society progressed and evolved and said you know we like this so much we're gonna draw pictures for these so we have our own specific cards for this kind of stuff absolutely incredible when you explore different cultures and different places around the world, how different places all have a little something to do with the form of tarot. So tarot is basically just a deck of cards that have different pictures drawn on them. And every card is meant to give you a different meaning and a different story. Now, when we look at multiple cards put together, they're all giving us a story, a message overall. And it's up to each individual's, uh, each individual person's perception to interpret the meaning for it. This is why you can go to one tarot reading about one specific card and we'll give you one meaning. But if you go to someone else or if you look online, it can say something else. It's very, very unique and very specific to the person's individual perspective. Gotcha. Yes. So it's a, it's like, um, so I've gotten my cards read before. Okay. Um, and I feel like, you know, you're absolutely right. Like it's a perspective, you know, if they pull, like, let's say, I don't know the deck of cards, but if they pull Mm -hmm. a good, like, what would be a good card? Uh, the sun card, a happy announcement, good news. Oh, okay. So if you pull a good card, it's like, you know, I would be like, oh, that, that's a good sign. But if you pull something bad, like what would be like Like a bad card? Oh, what does that mean? Everything is coming, falling down. Oh, we don't want that card. We We don't ever want that card to be pulled from the deck. 
that card is always like uh, some dramas coming, major changes are coming, it's about to pop off. Like the tower <laughs> card is always something is coming and it's gonna hit. It is gonna hit. And when it hits, everybody gonna feel it. Everybody gonna feel it. <laughs> That's the thing. I, I'm very I'm blessed. I've been doing this three and a half years and I've noticed people who are skeptical will still come to me for readings as well. Which I gotcha. think is absolutely mind blowing. Uh, like I right, because even skeptics want a want a good message, right? Yeah, everybody needs a level of empowerment, of enlightenment, and everybody needs to be uplifted. We're living through some crazy times. Yeah, you know, like everybody needs to hear their little something, something. Everybody has their own problems going on. Everybody has their own world that they live in. You know, so for me, it's a it's a really nice way to get everyone on the page of healing and being able to really prioritize themselves. When skeptics come to me, um, what I find what they say the most to me is, how did you know that? Mm. That's usually that's usually what I get asked uh, the most often is, is, how did you know that? Or like, you don't know me at all. How'd you know that about me? You know, like, do you, I, had, I had one girl say to me, do you know my ex? You know, like... <laughs> <laughs> This is where I, I get the whole tea idea from. Because right. this tea, sometimes it's gossip, it's bochinche, sometimes the tea be hot, you know. So that's where I get the whole taro tea from, is that sometimes it can be intense, it can be hot, it could be spicy. Mm. <laughs> and you know people love a good chisme. They love I, a good bochinche. Yes, yes. <laughs> So what was your, what, what has been your inspiration to kind of like get into like the tarot and, you know, being this whole spiritual being? Yes. So, um, I would like to start off by saying that this version of me was not where this began. Gotcha. Uh, <laughs> Understood. I, I'm very, um, I grew up very humble in the South Bronx. I, I consider myself a botanica baby. I grew up going to the botanicas with my grandmother. And that was very much where this started for me. Um, my grandmother's from Puerto Rico. And in Puerto Rico, la santería es muy grande. Santería is very yes. common in, yes. in Puerto Rico. So to me, growing up, I didn't really see it as anything different or other. Or weird. Because I grew up in, in, in our community, in, in the Bronx with fellow brown and black people. You know, yes. so I didn't really see it as being anything like out there or different. I, for me, it was just always like, this is our culture. Right. You know? My grandmother would take me to the botanica. We'd get the candles. You know, there'd always be somebody doing the consultas, the consultations, either using tarot cards or another uh, or another medium. So gotcha. that was definitely my first, I would say, exposure to spirituality, to tarot and to African traditional religions as a whole. It's super, super important for us to kind of destigmatize these things. Um, I've had people look at me crazy over tarot and I'm like, but aren't you Caribbean? Like, you better. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> and and, and mostly like a lot of, well, not mostly, but like there's a lot of Caribbean traditions that do believe in the tarot and they believe in, you know, the spirituality, the African traditions, the, you know, Hispanic Latin traditions, it kind of all meshes together, yes. um, which, which I think gives it a, a different, a nice different vibe because you got a little bit of everything. 
agree. I didn't really realize that there was such a big difference until I got much older. Uh, right. And the deeper I studied Catholicism, theology, and religion, the more I, I was able to really see in black and white, you know, why it has been so demonized and so stigmatized. Because right. these, these anthropologists, these Europeans, when they first went to Africa back in the day, you know, they went and they saw our ancestors doing their traditional rituals like dancing for the Orishas, right. going out and doing the festivals, having parades right. and stuff like that. Right. They looked at our people and they said, oh, my God, these people are savages. These people are this is so ignorant. These people don't know God. You know, they completely labeled what we do as savagery. So with that, you have Western traditions and people who are very passionate about things like Christianity, who right. will say that it is demonic, that it is uh, satanic, that it is anti-God. You know, so I've had to navigate the differences Through here. Through it all. Right. You know, right. It, it was definitely really interesting to me to see how some people are very open and will embrace it and how other people can automatically just follow the Western theory of saying, oh, you know, that's of the devil. You know, that's that that's right. demonic. That's, you know, I do. I will say that there is energy. There's energy right. in tarot cards. There's energy in, in the Ouija, the Ouija boards that people will do to Ooh, connect to the dead. That's a little scary. Yes. <laughs> all these things have very real energy. You know, right. so, so when people are like, how do you know this? I'm like, it's, it's energy. The energy does not lie. Mm -hmm. You know, these things have very serious, very powerful energy. You do have some people who will treat, especially tarot cards, as more of like fun and games and like, oh, ha, ha, ha. That's great. But when it's trying to give you a real message, you need to listen. You need to listen right. because the energy, ta fuerte. Ta fuerte. <laughs> people will right. deny, people will be skeptic. People will come back to me a month later, two weeks later. You know, even six months down the line and say, you know, where you were talking about it, everything hit, everything manifested, everything went down the way that you said it was going to. You know, it's it's wow. super important to understand that it's OK to ask for help. It's OK. Uh, you know, it's right. OK to ask people for advice. It's OK to explore other spiritualities and other systems and see what they would advise you. It's completely OK to explore. You right. know, I always tell my clients, you don't have to do anything I say. You don't have to take what I say serious unless you want to. Right. It's up to you. If, if you want, if you want help, the help is available to you. Right. You know, it's super, it's super, super important for me, for people to realize that it's okay to empower yourself. It's okay to get knowledge from different places and see como like, you know, what, what's going to be convenient for me? What's going to be the best option for me? It's okay to make calculated decisions. And I think spirituality is a great way to tap into that. Yeah. Like I'm I'm really big on that. I say, so I was also raised, um, I was raised in a Catholic, mm -hmm. Catholic household. Now, my my parents were not, um, I wouldn't say like, I don't I don't want to use the word exaggerated, but they weren't like they weren't like Bible thumping, you oh, know. Okay. Catholics, you know, mm -hmm. they went to church on Sundays. We were baptized Catholic. Mm -hmm. And then as I got older, um, I went into like the Pentecostal religion for a little bit. Okay. And that uh -huh. kind of, it, it interested, like it, it piqued my interest, mm -hmm. um, just because I felt like the services and the church was so fun. You know, the music was like so inviting and, you know, yes. the, the, 
the preachings were so like powerful, right? Yes. And, you know, they say like when you're in the spirit and this is what, you know, people in, in the Pentecostal church would say, when you're in the spirit, it's like something that you feel, you feel like this, like I would explain it as like a heat. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes. But then um, after a while, I decided that just like organized religion was just not um, for me. And I just begin to tap into my own like spirituality. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, they say that the church is not the building or, you know, it, it's the people. Yes. A thousand percent. So I think like just developing my relationship, I do believe in God. Yes. Um, but I also believe in, in other things too. It's like a little bit of everything I feel. Yes. You know, there's a word for that. The word for that is omnivert. Oh. Omnivert means that that's how I identify in terms of religion personally. Omnivert means that you see a little bit of truth in every religion and in every path. Right. I see a little bit of truth. I see and 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 a lot of like commonalities as well between different religions and different paths. You know, like thou shalt not murder. That one, that one's pretty universal. You know, that's- <laughs> <laughs> right. But I feel like that. So, like, since you said that, I feel like that kind of has like a little, like, it kind of depends, right? Because okay, if you're yes. in, if you're in a situation. You know what I mean? It's kind of like fight or flight. So what do you do? Like, yes. are you going to be condemned by God because you, you know, you committed, you committed a crime or well, let's say a crime, right? Because killing someone is just not the right thing to do. But Absolutely. if your life is in danger, right, you know, what do you do? Um, but I think a lot of people, when they're in that kind of situation, you don't got the time to think about, <laughs> yes. like, am I, am I going to be condemned for, you know, for doing this kind of thing? I noticed that I noticed, um, uh, it is very much a part of American culture to be more reactive. Right. And, and you know, our culture, it is, it's immensely, it's steeped in competition, in violence, like, yeah. I'm American though. Yo, I'm on everybody. You know, but like we we have legit. Issues, you know what I mean? Right. I didn't really realize how reactive we are as a culture until I came to Canada and I took a, a theology course, a, a course on religion, and we were actually looking at an Eastern religion called Jainism, and mm. Jainism stems stems from India, if I remember correctly. Do you know that in this religion they don't believe in hurting? any other living organism, not even insects. Wow. They wear, listen, you know, the climate there is more like deserty. Yeah. So I don't, yeah. So there might not be a lot of bugs, right? Because it's like so hot. But I'm sure there is. They wear fabric over their mouths. Like, like from here, like even, even pre-pandemic, feel me? They were covering their mouths. And when I was doing the the research on it, they cover their mouths so that bugs don't fly in. So they don't have to cause any harm to any bugs. They can just go about. Like they don't believe in killing any insects, any plants, absolutely none of it. And it is a hardcore part of their religion that they do not harm any other living organism. Wow. I think that's like, so that's like really interesting because, you know, I feel like that about a lot of living things. Right. Um, you know, but it's just certain, certain things. It's like, nah, if there's first of all, mice, I'm killing that shit. Uh (laughs) Sorry. I know Peter, 
They love animals, you know, even or the like mice. Like you know, or like, you know, the roaches, the flies, like oh, yeah, all those like yo, nasty. Yo, no, nah, I'm killing, I'm killing them. Now, interesting enough, the spiders I'll leave because I, I feel like the other insects. Yes. So I don't really bother them too much. And they don't bother me. I'm like, you stay out of my way, I'll stay out of yours, I and we can live. We can live amicably, uh, amicably. Como se dice? Oh, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. We gonna live in harmony. Yes. <laughs> but that's really interesting to know. I've never even heard of that um, religion. It's it's close to Hinduism and Buddhism. They right. they were all kind of like around the same time. They all kind of popped off in the eastern part of the world around the same time. So it's, it, and they're also extremely like community oriented. Right. extremely community oriented which is another thing that blows my mind as an american because we're very every man for themselves like yeah yeah it'd be like that sometimes yeah. <laughs> you know it it it's a, it, we live in a crazy world we do you know and i feel like we for do. the most part some people you know they don't mean to be that way but it's just like sometimes you just can't help it agreed agreed you know so it's like the hell, but a lot of it is survival of a the lot fittest. Of it is survival. Yeah, you see, like those animals and stuff, like on I don't know, changing the subject, I'd be going off on, on a discovery, tangent, but on discovery, yeah, like yeah. it's like all it's the the lion, the king of the of the jungle. You got to get it how you live, mm -hmm. and that's how people are, you know, for the most part these days. I they got to get it how you live. Completely agree. So you mentioned Canada, Canada, yeah. Canada, Canada. Do a lot of people in Canada, like, is that a thing? Do they believe in like tarot? It's, um, it's definitely not as popular or as widespread. I definitely have more clients uh, back home, even though I've been living here for the past three and a half years, which is hysterical to me. Um, I probably have like a handful. I can probably count like all my Canadian clients on one hand. You know, it really is, it's less, I think people are less tapped in and less tuned into it, um, gotcha. to, to be honest with you. I think, I think they're, they're much less just by the book, conservative, we'll use that word. Yes, that's, that's yes. They're Yes, they're much more on that track. This is very like hippy dippy outer space, Disney World dreamland for them. When gotcha. they do do a reading, they I notice they tend to be more skeptical. They notice to be more they they do they tend to be more skeptical. Um, it's definitely not as widespread. People are very into like they're curious, but they're not into it. In the states, it's a lifestyle. You're into crystals. Right. That's a lifestyle. You're you're into oh tarot, yes. that's a lifestyle. Yes, you know, yes. It's not like that here. People will like dabble with like crystals, astrology, or the cards here and there, and that's it. Right. Like but. not a lot of people are like hardcore about it, like I am. <laughs> <laughs> so now, when you do like readings, um, do people like? Do they get like super emotional or like yes. have people gotten like really angry or like, you know, what has been, what has been some of your experiences like with doing readings with like, just like, you know, regular people? Honestly, a lot of tears, a lot of tears, a lot of crying, a lot yeah. of tears. Um, the readings do tend to be very emotional. 
Um, I hello Chloe, come. Would you like to say hello? You know, I don't necessarily <laughs> try to put them on that path. It's just what the cards say. It's just what comes out, what comes out, you know. Um, right. Usually readings are emotional, uh, whether it's in the sense of being able to release sadness, being able to release grief, being able to acknowledge depression, um, mm. being able to be vulnerable and uncomfortable and take accountability for the right. past or for the present. And then some people, of course, very happy readings, very positive readings. Uh, for I have predicted uh, a few pregnancies correctly. I have two mm. clients who currently have their babies. Yes. Oh, nice. So sometimes they're, they're very happy announcements. You know, sometimes it's very positive, very, very joyful emotions. But sometimes it's the shadow work. Sometimes it's dealing with the negative frequencies with these lower frequency emotions and mm. being able to really process them and, and heal. Now you talk about the frequency. Does that frequency transfer over? Like when you have a low frequency or like a low vibration, right? Um, and you're giving these readings, like, does it, does it affect you? Like, how do you feel when you're doing these kind of like readings? That's my time to shine. Okay. <laughs> There's definitely a level of preparation, uh, gotcha. and a level of cleansing that goes into this before and after. Okay. I, hello. I don't do readings for people if I'm feeling stressed, if I have a lot going on, like currently with the move. Um, okay. My, my earliest booking is next week. You know, gotcha. like I need to make sure that I am emotionally in a good place, spiritually, that I'm feeling content. Because if I feel off, I learned that the hard way in the beginning when I started doing readings. Um, okay. Energy is energy. So if I'm on a lower frequency, if I'm stressed, if I'm going through my ish, the cards will show all the ish that that person is going through. Oh, it won't gotcha. always be the message that they need to hear. Sometimes it'll just be a straight up read on what they got going on. I gotcha. that. Right. Everyone does read cards different. Um, I'm an intuitive tarot reader, which means I go by my, by my gut. I listen to what my intuition goes to say. Uh, but some people do read the cards like word by word definition. Gotcha. So being, I think because mine is more on the interpretation side, my energy plays a huge role into it. So I do do my best to like cleanse and I always cleanse my cards between the readings. Um, and there are people who do readings. Um, like I'm telling you, this stuff is energy. There's people who do readings and they feel sick after. There's people who pull I've heard that. There's people I've heard who that before. Tarot cards and they will feel sick because they're not supposed to be doing it. Mm. But they do it anyway. Like I heard these girls like to tussle. intense energy it's the right. same as as the ouija board right it's the same you're opening up all these connections and all these portals like when yeah. i started doing the readings i thought that i was dealing con los muertos i thought i was dealing with people's deceased loved ones when they would come to me for readings because gotcha. the messages would come to me so fast and right people be like how'd you know how'd you know how'd you know so i figured yo estoy hablando con los muertos 
This, right. has, this has to be what, what that is. But when I went to the Botanica to consult with, uh, with my elder, who is a babalao, he said to me, tú no estás hablando con ninguno muerto. Lo mensaje tuyo está viniendo de las orillas. Mm. he's like you're not far enough into this to understand you're gotcha. at the point where you're receiving the messages but we need to guide you as to where this is coming from he's like as you continue doing mm. it it's going to get stronger you're going to feel like you're more on point and you're going to feel the connection strengthen with the orishas but you're like he was very much like Tú eres de nosotros. like go home right. and do your rituals start building up on the white wardrobe so for me it's i do take this very very seriously um this is all this is energy whether you believe in ancestors the orishas los muertos no matter what you believe in you're tapping into the energy of the spirit world of the other side so gotcha. when people say oh it makes me sick and stuff like that es porque no te conviene no te conviene Oof. So when you say, what's what's an orisha? The orishas are going to be for, there's a lot of different orishas, actually, which is, uh, which we have in common with the Hindu religion, which okay. comes from the, the Eastern part. Uh, in the Hindu faith, they have a lot of different gods and goddesses, one of which okay. is going to be like Kalima. Kalima is the, is the goddess that uh, she, destruction. Destruction and everything starts anew. Mm. Very powerful. A lot of wind. A lot of tormenta. And in African traditional religion, we have Oya, who's literally the same thing, and they're both portrayed as women. Gotcha. Isn't that gotcha. interesting? You I... know, it's it's <laughs> like it's the same energy, but it's interpreted and it's called something different depending on right. where you are in this world. Right. So. You know, when you look at when you look at the fact that there's other religions and they have these same energies, these same frequencies, they just go by different names. This is it's all energy. So when we use tarot cards and when we, you know, when we dabble in this kind of stuff, because it's not just tarot, there's other tools of, of the different. There's a crystal ball. There's the palm reading. There's a, oh. there's reading someone's tea leaves after someone drinks the tea they flip the cup over and they read the tea leaves that's popular in places like Turkey, you know. Uh, I was gonna say that yes, Turkey. The yes. I thought it was coffee grounds, but yes, th do they, they do no, coffee they do grounds? They do that too. Coffee grounds. Okay. Teas, yes, it's very interesting. It's all the energy of the spirit world of the other side. Gotcha. You do need to be like. Not everyone is spiritually equipped to handle that. You know, mm. it's not for everybody. Right. It's not. You know, some people will be very curious. Some people will try these things and then it will make them sick and they will still continue. And then they will wonder why they don't feel better. And it's not just emotional. This is also physical. This, this gotcha. is also physical. I had someone uh, tell me that... You know, like, oh, what do I do every time I read cards? I, I have a really bad headache. I have a really bad headache to the point that I need to lay down. Like, really, really intense migraine, body aches. And, um, like, you know, what can I do to cleanse after readings? And I was like, you're just not supposed to be reading at all. And they ignored mm. me. And they're reading professionally using social media and taking advantage of the fact that they have a 50K plus following. So... Oh. Yeah, they're making money off of it, even though it's making them sick. 
and I made it very clear to them, your headaches, your physical ailments. She said she would get nosebleeds during readings. I'm like, it's not for you. You're trying to tap into an energy, a spirit world that is not for you. Your ancestors well, people just don't know how to just take that advice. Oof. Exactly. You know, like we have our ancestors, we have our spirit guides, we have right. our guardian angels that protect us. You know, you're feeling sick because the universe is telling you put like put distance between you and this. But if you want to keep on testing and keep on testing it, you're going to hurt yourself. You're going to hurt yourself. There's people who do like que se vuelven loco, who end up in psych wards, who, who end up schizophrenic because they're hearing voices from the other side. You know, Ooh. this stuff is very delicate. It just, it just gave me goosebumps. <laughs> it's very, it's deep and it's real, you know? And on IG, I appreciate, and also with you Wednesdays, I do bring more of the high energy entertainment side of it. Yes. You know, yes. but at the same time. Which I love. I think it's so spiritual. dope. Thank you. Yes. Right. You don't, you don't, that's one thing I always, um, I have always believed in like this, I believe that it exists. I believe in the energies, um, in the tarot, but I don't, I don't mess around with it. I don't play, you know, when it comes to people delivering messages and, you know, when they're clear, it's like, uh-uh, we're going to leave that to the pros. Like, like you, you know, the spiritual professionals, let's say that. Yeah. It takes a while to learn to properly cleanse and to really take care of yourself while you do this. Um, me being a botanica baby, I have that, I have that blessing that botanicas are always going to be like home for me, you know? Right. So I've had the advantage of having a babalao advise me on right. how to cleanse myself, on, on how to deal with, with all the energy. Right. It's, it's a lot. And the fact that, you know, it can drive someone physically, like mentally insane. It's very, very real. It's very, very real. And I've been, I've tried my best to be open and honest with people about how sometimes you can struggle with something in your mental health, but it's a gift somewhere else. I'm incredibly mm. sensitive. I will cry at the drop of a hat. I can read the energy of a room in two seconds. You know, and it was always something that tortured me. It was always something that that really hindered me and hurt me in life. And then gotcha. I got older and then I came to tarot cards. And it's my biggest blessing because that's how I read people. Uh, I, I can gotcha. tap in and I can tune into the energy. What frequency are they on? That's how I gotcha. read. You know, so when it comes to mental illness, these things that, you know, we can seem as being stigmatized or as being crazy in the spiritual sense, sometimes mm. it's because there's a gift there. Ah, uh, I, 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 I see that. I, I can see that. Definitely. Definitely. There's another, another good example I can give you is um, how some people can be diagnosed with autism, mm -hmm. but they can be incredibly brilliant with yes. math, engineering, you yes. know, seeing things that we're going to be breaking our heads over. They can understand at the drop of a hat, you know, it, there's something about when your brain is different. Yes. You know, you got to keep on digging. You got to see what's popping. You got to see what's going on there. Like you, you have to, it's not easy to be so spiritually in tune and to tap in. Like I'm, I'm usually it's it, like, I have to work to put myself in a good mood because I see this world and I see the energy and I see the demons have yeah. that's on. Yeah. Yes, yes, like yes. we have to really invest in our self care. We have to know when to pull away, not do readings, not deal with people. 
you know, like this week, I'm I'm on a socializing diet. Yo estoy en dieta esta semana. You yes. know, I'm talking and that's why like, I'm so glad. I'm so glad I caught you because I'm yes. like, you know what? I know she's in, you know, she's moving. Things are happening. I'm going to catch her right now. And then we'll be all amiga. good. Yes. <laughs> you know, I'm on a socializing diet this week. One, two people a week. You know, uh, one, two people a day, you know, to keep myself in the headspace and emotionally where I need to be to continue being a light. Yeah. To continue being a light. It's Con very continue. difficult. Spiritual people deal a lot with, like, depression hits us very common. Anxiety, yeah. things like that hit us more common. Simply because we're more sensitive. Right. You know, and it was always such a curse for me. But once I tapped into spirituality and once I really started embracing my, my Camino, I realized what a gift it was and, and how different it is. It's, it's definitely... Is, it's so dope. It's definitely something to, to consider. It's definitely something to consider. People struggle a lot, especially with the mental health, with anxiety, depression, yes. stuff like that. Yes. People don't really realize that sometimes you're weak in one in one area, but you're immensely powerful in another. It can just take time to, you know, do that exploring. Tapping. It's kind of like tapping into, it's tapping into yourself, taking the time. And I think like with people and the way we are now, it's, it's so hard to take the time to kind of like tap in yes. and like soul search, you know? Yes. I find, I find in some communities, especially for people of color, it can seem selfish to do that. You know, it's like, it's like, oh my God, we've spoken about that. I got a job to work. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but you got to tap in and tune in. This is Chloe. This is, this is, this Hi, is yes, Chloe. number two over here. <laughs> Hi. Say bonjour. Say ça va. Bonjour. My little trilingual baby here. You know, well, Liana. It's, it's, it's a big world. Yes. And we are so glad that we got people like you to help us navigate with the tarot and the spirituality, boo. Yes. Yeah. But Liana, tell the people where they can find you. Leave your hashtags, your yes. Insta, your Facebook. Go ahead, Absolutely. girl. Absolutely. So I am primarily popular on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> my instagram is liana gabrielle x3 that's where you can see me filtered done up with lashes and makeup otherwise when I, I'm home, you. I look like this um <laughs> <laughs> my youtube is gonna be liana gabrielle uh and my tiktok is gonna be liana gabrielle x3 i'm very big on branding so basically if you google liana gabrielle something gonna we're gonna up. find you we're gonna, gonna find you up. Yeah. Well, Liana, thank you so much for taking the time out out of your busy schedule to talk with Notorious Moms. Thank you. We appreciate you, girl. Thank um, you. This and is hopefully so cool. I will talk to you so soon. Yes, girl. We turning up when I get back. Yes. <laughs> Take care, love. Have a Take good care, one. Love. Have a good night. You too. Bye. Bye. Bye.